Welcome to Right on Track, a songwriting podcast. Thanks to Tone for tuning in. I'm Demi Michelle Schwartz, and I'm thrilled you're joining me on my songwriting journey. So kick back and relax, don't fall flat, and remember, stay right on track. Welcome back to Right on Track. Joining me today is a very special guest who I have known for about four years now, which is wild. But please welcome Holly Took. Hey, Holly. Hey, thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. I can't believe that it's been four years since we started speaking. I was thinking about earlier, it just seems so wild, honestly. I just can't believe it. <laughs> I know. Wow. Completely, completely. Well, I'm delighted you're joining me today for a very, very important conversation. We are going to be discussing all about accessibility and disability in the music industry. But before we dive into this chat, can you share with the listeners a little about yourself and your whole blogging journey and anything else you'd like to share? Yeah, of course. So my name's Holly. I am from the UK um, and I started my blog in 2015 as I am registered blind and I really wanted a place to share my experiences of living with a visual impairment, help others in a similar situation in a way that I didn't feel I had that support when I was younger. So when I was younger, I kind of obviously had the support of my friends and family who were amazing but I really wanted to find others in a similar situation and a lot of the research online was medical um, and it just it didn't feel a great fit for me and then when I found the online disabled community I thought I really want to be part of this and in a way help others so that prompted me to start in my blog and then it's expanded so it's gone from kind of my blog is called life of a blind girl so it's gone from my life to in a way, being a useful resource about things such as accessibility, education, employment, and definitely not forgetting concerts. So I will often share my concert experiences, good and bad, in order to make the concert industry more accessible and just generally get an overview of what it's like to attend concerts as a blind person. And away from the blog, you'll usually find me listening to pop music um, and I also work in the charity sector as a communications professional. So I do quite a lot. You do. And you have such an inspiring story. I love how you started your blog just as starting out with wanting to share your story and find others in the community. But, you know, it's been awesome to follow you over these past four years and see it grow and see all the things you've done, not only with spreading awareness, but, you know, building that special space in the community as well. Thank you. Yeah, it is a really kind of surreal feeling to think about. I know we connected through our love of concerts and pop music. And then, you know, that was one side of my social media and it still is. But then there's another side to all that platforms and like activism and blogging. So, yeah, honestly, I try to keep it real as much as I can and hopefully share a bit of everything. Yeah, absolutely. Well, perfect. Let's transition into our quote for this episode, which is a fantastic one by Stevie Wonder that he said during the Grammys. Yeah, I think I pretty much remember him saying this. 
it stuck in my mind and I remember him reading everything at the Grammys in Braille and I was just like yes get this disability representation get the accessibility because this is what we need and I think this quote really sums everything up for me it's we need to make every single thing accessible to every single person with a disability and that encompasses basically my motto yeah it's so important I think that Just seeing his success and him openly saying this during such a massive award show was huge. And I completely agree with what he's saying because I think that no matter what kind of disability someone has, whether it's physical or mental, everything should be accessible. And especially in music, music is such a beautiful thing and such a beautiful part of life, whether that's going to concerts or being a musician and creating your own music or just finding others online and reading interviews and listening to music. I think that no matter what disability someone may have, just everything needs to be accessible, not only in the music industry, but in life in general. Yeah, absolutely. It should just be the norm. People shouldn't have to be facing barriers or have to fight for things to be in an accessible format it should just be the case and everyone should have access to the things they love like music or just generally you know going about their day-to-day lives Mm -hmm, absolutely and I think too it's like sometimes the people who are considered you know abled um they don't understand what it's like to be in someone's shoes with a disability and it's one of those things where some of the experiences that people experience from day to day to day just don't even cross their minds. It's so simple. It's such a part of life. But what people need to realize is for, you know, some of us, there's things that need to be accessible in order for us to enjoy those things and, you know, live our lives to the fullest. And so I think what you're doing on your blog is really important. Stevie Wonder saying this is really important. Just anybody who is stepping up and using their platforms and their voices to say, listen, everything needs to be accessible for everybody, no matter what their condition is, is super important. Absolutely. And ultimately, accessibility benefits everyone. So although disabled people are obviously the primary audience, you are opening anything up to everyone. You're not excluding anyone. And knowing that, you know, people have access to whatever it might be, whether it's a concert, a podcast, a document, just everything just makes it fully inclusive. And it just shows that you care. And I think that's really important because Everyone wants access and no one should be excluded. So just knowing that it's not a tick box exercise, but if you do make things accessible, then you are benefiting the whole world, basically. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And I think it's really important how you brought up not wanting to feel excluded. And I think that's something that everybody can kind of find empathy in because people who don't have a disability, I'm sure they've had experiences maybe in school growing up or just friendship groups or some kind of situations where they felt excluded. Granted, that's not at the same level as like something being excluded due to not being able to access something. But I think those feelings from exclusion are something that everybody has faced in one point or another of their lives. So just recognizing that those feelings of exclusion can come up in these instances where somebody may not be able to access something or do something like music, like go to concerts and things because it's not accessible to them. Yeah. And no one wants to miss out on those experiences because like you said, we've all experienced exclusion at one point or another. And 
it's a horrible feeling and you know it sticks with you so doing what you can to mitigate and eliminate those feelings is just yeah it's it's key and I think we all need to remember how it feels whether you can relate to someone's experiences or not you can think about how you felt in those situations absolutely absolutely so one thing I wanted to dive in with you is kind of the perception that any kind of entertainment industry, whether that be music or the film industry, anything in Hollywood, it's painted as this picture perfect thing. You know, everybody has to look a certain way. Everybody has to act a certain way. And I think that in a world where celebrities are viewed in such a perfection way and through that perfect lens, it's really hard to you know, find ways of seeing, okay, there's room in this industry for disabled musicians, songwriters, artists, when we're speaking about the music industry. Um, And I think the way that the industry is, it's sometimes hard to feel like we can belong in these industries because of how entertainment is painted to be this perfect thing. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think about this a lot when I'm listening to my favourite music or watching a film or TV shows, I often think, where are all the disabled songwriters, the artists, the musicians, the actors? And when I hear about an artist with a disability or a disabled actor or a film, you know, about disability in general, it's often sometimes seen as a big song or dance when in reality it doesn't have to be that way and I think that's probably because disability is not the norm within this industry and that's really sad because we should be encouraging everyone to get involved and I remember recently when an artist from the UK Lewis Capaldi shared that he had Tourette's there was a massive kind of media outcry about it and obviously it's really important for him to raise awareness of that and it it was absolutely brilliant what he was doing to use his platform but I thought to myself this should be the norm we shouldn't be seeing disability in this industry as something heroic it should be something that we accept and we see I just think that's part of everyday life because that is what disability is it's part of many of our lives it's our everyday experiences so why is this industry not embracing it and I think the power that it has to embrace disability and to see disability as something truly powerful and truly wonderful was just be immense because when I look back to when I was younger or even now you know growing up as a disabled person the tv shows that I was watching the music I was listening to there was no disability representation and I think if there was it would have completely changed the way I viewed my disability because I would have had role models in the same way that people maybe do now through influencers and content creators we need that within the industry because ultimately that's so part of so many people's lives Mm -hmm. absolutely couldn't agree more with what you said yeah I think your point about people making a massive deal about things is one of the main reasons why I think that even people who may have a disability aren't really open to speaking about it. Um, just for everybody listening, I do have a visual condition. If you didn't know, many of you probably don't know because I'm not very public about it. And I think one of the reasons why is because I don't want that to be the focus of me as an artist or a songwriter. I don't want to do interviews and have people ask me about that and not my music. And so I think 
it's these situations where, yes, we need the representation and we need, you know, whatever disability someone may have represented in the music industry. But it's also that thing where if people speak up about it and come forward about it, that's going to be the focus. And instead of it being, oh, you're a very talented songwriter or a very talented artist, it's going to be the thing where it's like, oh, you're talented for this reason and oh you're somebody with this condition and wow you can do music because you have that condition that's great and so I think that that's another thing that I think as a whole the world needs to refrain from doing because I think that musical talent and any kind of talent somebody may have that comes from deep deep within them and whether somebody has a disability or not that talent shouldn't be weighed on the fact of what their disability is and how it contributes to their ability to do that talent or their art form or anything like that. And so I think it's really important to remember that, you know, like you said, it needs to be more of the norm. It can't be this very different thing where if somebody speaks up about something, it's a massive deal because that's just not the way it should go. And I I know I'm pretty sure that other songwriters and artists don't want to be recognized just for their disability. It's a thing that, you know, doesn't define anybody who has one. And so I think just keeping that in mind is extremely important. And having conversations like this is important to make people aware that any kind of reaction in this realm of kind of tying someone's musical talent or gift to their disability in some way can be quite harmful at times. So yeah, really important. Yeah, I completely agree. Something I say a lot is see my ability, not just my disability. And I think that is so apt for this because as well as a person who has a visual impairment, you are Demi, you are a songwriter, you're an artist, you're a podcast host, you you are so much more than your disability. And so is every single person who is disabled working within this industry. And I think it's really important that we see their abilities, we see their talent, not just them as a disabled person. Obviously, if someone wants their disability to be part of that, that is their choice. And ultimately, you know, that's what they want. But I think see their abilities because it's what we should be doing. If your disability, maybe you want it to be visible and you want to speak about it. I think the thing we need to do is don't just see that person as an inspiration because they're a songwriter or they're a disabled songwriter. See them as who they are. Having a disability doesn't automatically make someone inspirational. And within the media, particularly, we can go towards that heroic and inspirational way of thinking when really it's someone doing what they love and doing what they want to be doing rather than being seen as an inspiration. Because they probably don't see themselves in that way at all. Really great point. I'm resonating with what you're saying because just like when I was growing up as a classical pianist, people would comment on the fact that, oh, she memorized all these things and she's playing this like Sonata by Mozart or whatever that's very technically difficult classical pieces, you know, and it's like, I'm just like any other musician, you know? So I think you bring it up the point of the whole don't see it as an inspiration thing is really important because that can definitely make people uncomfortable. And music is one of the most universal languages, if not the most. And I personally believe that songwriters, artists, producers even, anybody who has a love for music, even listeners of music, fans of music, this is a place where people can share their stories and share their experiences. And with that in mind... 
out of everything, I feel like the music industry should be one of the most inclusive because if people felt more comfortable speaking about their disabilities and if music was more accessible from the listener and fan standpoint, those stories could be heard. People would be more open about speaking about things, writing songs about things, performing at concerts and talking about these things. But because it's not kind of in the forefront of the industry and kind of something in the background that's not spoken about, that's not really the case. Absolutely. And that's really sad because when you look at that from, you know, an outside perspective, the amount of incredible stories that could be heard and the people that it could help is just indescribable. If I heard a song that I could resonate to from a fellow disabled person, I think I'd cry happy tears because it would just bring me so much joy. I know when I was younger, I used to play the flute and I used braille music and I also played by ear. And then the other side of that was listening to songs and learning those songs on the flute. But for me, as someone who was a musician, I didn't feel represented. But then even more so as a fan of the songs that I was trying to learn to play and the artists that I really looked up to, I didn't feel represented either. And I think that is when, you know, if if people felt like they could be their true selves in the industry, it would just make for some incredible music or some incredible films and podcasts because it would completely change the landscape absolutely and girl you played the flute what I always wanted to play the flute it's like my favorite instrument (laughs) (laughs) yeah I started playing the recorder when I was about five six years old and then that transitioned into me playing the flute and I played it for about 10 years did a lot of concerts at local theaters Um, in local venues yeah honestly it it was a massive part of my life yeah it was was amazing I I loved it so cool so cool perfect well so you've been bringing up we've both been bringing up the whole connecting through songs if there were artists and songwriters out there releasing music and sharing their stories around everything we've been discussing today and that kind of transitions into being a disabled fan of music and getting out to concerts, being able to find music online and read interviews and watch interviews and all of those things. So I know this is something that you have explored very much. So can you share your thoughts about the accessibility of the music industry from the fan standpoint? I think it's getting a lot better, but we still have a long way to go. So there's a lot of elements here and I will try and break them down as succinct as I can. In terms of being a fan and listening, reading, watching radio interviews, TV interviews, you know, online, magazine, that is one element itself. And in terms of that, I think the shift to online interviews and radio has made it much more accessible because they are at your fingertips and you can read them whenever you want or listen whenever you want. The only downside to that is sometimes the websites aren't accessible. So for example, if it's an interview after an award ceremony, such as the Brits or the Grammys, for example, they often talk about the amazing outfits because rightfully so, all of these artists are wearing incredible outfits and they look absolutely sensational. But the thing they don't have is image descriptions. 
And what they are is they are a written description of an image. So as a blind fan, I have no idea what that person looks like because I can't tell from the visual images. That is one area where we're really lacking on because, again, it's excluding people from what we said earlier. And in terms of music videos, they are a huge part of the artist and the fan journey. And for me, I can never fully get involved in these music videos because for me, as someone with no useful vision, when I watch them, nine times out of ten, it's just the song for me because there's no audio cues other than the music itself. So there was recently a set of music videos hosted by Radio One here in the UK and they were they audio described a load of music videos and some of them were my favourite artists and I listened to the audio descriptions and honestly I nearly burst into tears because it was just incredible to hear all the key details and yeah I think that is one area where it can be really improved you know just adding that audio description option just having the audio described version available and then it comes down to concerts concerts are a massive thing to me I love going to gigs you'll know that um and it's such a mixed experience so I have some amazing experiences where I can buy concert tickets, I can attend the gig with absolutely no problems at all, my access needs are met, but then other times I face so many barriers, whether it's buying tickets online, not being able to get through on the phone lines, or sat on holding queues for hours on end, either till someone answers or eventually just giving up or just completely missing out because I know a venue isn't accessible. So yeah, it's a, it's a real mixed bag. Everything you said, completely perfect. And I love how you talked about the music video side of things as well, because I feel like a lot of artist promotion, and I know myself doing artist promotion, that I have videos, I have graphics, and all of those things. And so I think it's really important to put, you know, what you're talking about with the alt text, like put descriptions to describe for people who may not be able to see them, what they look like. And also just all around making the experience better, like you said, with concerts, because that's the thing with some concerts being good, some concerts being bad experiences. Every single one should be a good experience. Like you shouldn't be missing out on and people who have various disabilities, no matter what they are, shouldn't be missing out on seeing their favorite concerts and seeing their favorite artists in concert because of that. And so I think that's something that the more it's spoken about, hopefully those accessibility needs will be met more and there'll be more awareness surrounding that whole thing. I really hope so, because deep down, the artists wouldn't want any fan to miss out. They wouldn't want them to be excluded. And I think it it really needs to start at the very bottom. So when bands and artists are planning tours with their teams, think about how they can make it accessible. Take that to the promoters, the management, the venues. Speak to disabled fans. I remember seeing a few months ago a tweet from Coldplay and they were saying that they were offering sign language at their concerts and they were also offering touch tours of the stage, which is when blind and visually impaired fans get to go on the stage beforehand, feel all of the equipment, feel the instruments. And that was a world first, I believe. I'm not aware of anyone else doing that. 
But the thing that stuck out for me within that tweet was it said, if you would benefit from this, then get in touch. And if you have anything to say or any feedback for us, then we want to know. And I thought this is really paving the way because ultimately they are asking the people who have those experiences and who would benefit from that for their feedback and in order to get the feedback so that they can improve and learn something. So I think it really has to be those open conversations that will help us change and don't be afraid to have those conversations that they really need to start. So Ed, take the opportunity that you can. Yeah, absolutely. I did not see this tweet, but that's fantastic. That's so perfect. And the thing too is that the best way to move forward with accessibility in the music industry and recognizing disability in the music industry is just simply to listen to the people who are in that boat. I think oftentimes people who aren't in that situation make decisions on what they think is best and what they assume to be best and what they think disabled fans and artists need. But in reality, the only people who can honestly and authentically speak what needs to happen for changes to be made are the people who are living their situations. And so I think by them asking for the ones who are disabled, if this would benefit you, let us know. What else can we do? That's definitely a massive first step forward, opening the door for the people who are in that situation to use their voices in order to hopefully bring about the change rather than just sitting back and letting other people who are higher up who don't understand make all the decisions. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And accessibility is everyone's responsibility, whether you're a manager or a promoter, even an artist yourself, everyone has a role to play in terms of making the world accessible, and that includes concerts. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right, it is everyone's responsibility. And honestly, so much can be achieved if people would just have more empathy and kind of try to put themselves in others' shoes, because a lot of what we're asking for and what we're talking about here isn't huge if people would actually put in the work and actually make the changes. The slightest changes and the slightest, you know, adaptations to the way people do things can make things so much more accessible for everybody. And so I think it's just having that thoughtfulness and being willing to do it, because that's another thing I feel like if somebody isn't in that situation, they kind of brush it off because they're fine. You know, and so I think we need a level of people being willing to listen and being willing to make changes. That means restructuring your website to make it more accessible, adding audio description on videos and all text on images and, you know, letting fans going to concerts kind of voice their opinions of how things could be better. Just taking those steps would start to evolve things a little more. And it just all starts with people being willing to speak up about things like you and I are and on the other side of that people actually listening and making changes accordingly yeah 100% only the other day did I have a bit of a panic when I was looking at buying some concert tickets and I was sat there looking at the dates they were going on sale the times and looking at all the accessibility information but there was no indication as to whether the accessible tickets for this particular concert would be available in the pre-sale and how they would be available. And then when I found out, I read that they were going to be available through a particular ticketing retailer online and I panicked and I was like, 
this website isn't accessible. There's no way I can do that. I, I don't want to get a sighted person to do it for me. You know, if someone's not available at that time, then I'll miss out. And I had to contact the venue to ask if they were selling them. And there was just so many extra steps. So having these conversations with disabled fans, speaking internally when planning every single thing from tours to music videos just makes such a massive difference. It's just mindfulness. That's what it is. It's mindfulness. It's being mindful of everything from the artist's career and what they're doing and from the fan standpoint. And you mentioned earlier that no artist would want a fan left out. Absolutely not. And I think what we need to remember is sometimes the artists, like they have so much management, a whole team where oftentimes decisions being made have nothing to do with the artist. And so I think one point to highlight here is when things aren't accessible at concerts or artwork and music videos and things like that, we can't really get angry and frustrated with the artist because they may be able to speak up, right? I'm sure they can have the ability to tell their management, hey, this isn't accessible, this or that. But the management and the team, they're the ones who call the shots sometimes. So there could be situations where the artists kind of have their hands tied and can't really do anything. If an artist did speak to their management and say, I've heard from some of my disabled fans, this isn't accessible, that's not them shouting at the management. They are engaging with their fans and sharing that feedback so that things can improve. So for any managers out there, take that feedback on board because it, it's really important that they are doing that. And maybe look yourself and say, I've seen this conversation online. How can we make this better? How can we change the experience? And having those conversations with the team, making it a team discussion because everyone can learn. Absolutely. And I think this just comes back to one of the initial points with the music industry being a place that should be inclusive. Everybody should be able to see their favorite artists in concert and read about their favorite artists online and watch interviews and experience the visuals that go along with an artist release. And it's so exciting every time an artist has a new drop. You know, I get excited every time I release something. And I think that being mindful of making sure that no matter what someone's situation is, whatever potential fans are out there, that they have a chance to experience everything. Because nothing's worse than seeing so many other fans be excited about something that you just can't experience. Like, I know for me, with Taylor Swift's music videos, with the whole, like, Easter egg thing, like, she does so many cool things with her music videos. Those just bring up memories of you know, seeing a ton of tweets of people like looking for lyrics hitting in the things or certain imagery tying to, OMG, what next re-recording is you going to do? And it's like a little disheartening when, you know, fans who have visual conditions can't engage in something like that. You kind of have to sit on the sidelines and watch. So I think just even things like that, so much of the fan experience with the artist comes from many different angles and so making sure that everything is accessible not just for visually impaired and blind fans but no matter what their condition may be just looking at it from all angles to make sure that all fans can engage and be excited about everything that their favorite artists do yeah I always see the Taylor Swift ones and I again always feel so disheartened I I love Taylor she's amazing and would love to see her live you know I'm a huge fan but it's that experience of feeling excluded like we spoke about earlier and 
I guess that, you know, sinking feeling of, oh, I can't get involved in this. And so many other artists do similar things or they'll post something online that isn't accessible. And I think, well, I'm going to have to read a load of tweets now from other fans just to find out what's happening because I don't have a clue. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, for sure. We covered so much during our conversation, and I'm so honored I had you on for this chat. Before we go, what are some final thoughts you would like to share about accessibility and disability in the music industry? Oh, that's a great question. I would love to see changes. I know that change won't happen overnight, but just gradual changes. Small things like speaking to disabled fans, having those conversations in teams, making online content accessible, Go further than you think and remember that everyone wants to get involved. You may think that there are no disabled fans out there, but trust me, there are. Just make people feel included because it will go such a long way and genuinely, as a fan, means the absolute world. Perfect. Holly, thank you so much. This has been fabulous. I loved having you on the show. Please share with everyone where they can connect with you online and check out all that you do. Of course, you can find me on my blog, which is lifeofablindgirl.com. And I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok as Life of a Blind Girl, and on Twitter, Life of a Blind Girl, but without the I in girl because of character limits. But all of my social media channels are linked on my blog as well. Would love to connect with people. Fabulous. Well, Holly, thank you so much again. It was an honor having you. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Holly all about accessibility and disability in the music industry. And of course, until next time, stay stay right right on on track. track.